Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tramel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol. As felon's rights activist, Desmond Mead is finally granted the restoration of his own civil rights. When I didn't get it, you know, when I first wanted it, you know, it shows that you just got to keep pushing. Wow. This is amazing. The economy is showing some signs of emerging from the drag of the Delta variant, but the modest job gains isn't enough for Senator Rick Scott. Are you surprised if you give people free food, free health care, free housing? that able-bodied people don't go to work? And with the help of funds from the federal government, Governor Ron DeSantis marked the three-year anniversary of Hurricane Michael hitting Northwest Florida. As the counties and cities continue to rebuild, this money will provide 2.7 million to Bay County for generators, emergency services improvements, and water lines. Today, we've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and capital. Plus, we have your calendar of political events and more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. Following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Online sports betting, it's legal and it's coming to Florida. With passage of our amendment next year, any tax revenues collected are required to supplement the Florida Educational Enhancement Trust Fund. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue for students and teachers, with more choices and competition for Florida consumers. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at FloridaEducationChampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise from Monday, October 11th. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. President Joe Biden on Friday issued the first ever presidential proclamation of Indigenous Peoples Day, lending the most significant boost to the efforts to refocus the federal holiday celebrating Christopher Columbus toward an appreciation of Native peoples. In a separate proclamation on Columbus Day, Biden praised the role of Italian-Americans in U.S. society, but also referenced the violence and harm Columbus and other explorers of the age brought about on the Americas. On this day in 1991, American lawyer Anita Hill testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee and accused Supreme Court Justice nominee Clarence Thomas of sexual harassment. In 1984, American astronaut Catherine Sullivan became the first woman to walk in space. And on this day in 2002, the U.S. Congress passed a bill by a wide margin, granting U.S. President George W. Bush broad authority to use force against Iraq. The Florida activists who led a movement to restore the civil rights of thousands of people who lost their rights had a special surprise over the weekend. During a broadcast with his wife, Sheena, Desmond Mead was asked to read the surprising news that his rights were officially restored. A certificate to Desmond Mead and the same shall be evidence to all persons that this person is restored to all civil rights in this state except the specific authority to own, possess, and use firearms. Meade was a leader in the successful 2018 effort to enact a voter-approved constitutional amendment restoring felon voting rights after their sentences are complete. We started Amendment 4 in the first place because we knew that Florida clemency system was broken. The Republican-led legislature later passed a measure requiring all financial obligations, such as fines, to also be completed, which critics said primarily disenfranchises minorities and poor people. 
Meade, who served prison time for drug and firearm offenses and was kicked out of the army, was not able to convince Governor DeSantis and Chief Financial Officer Jimmy Petronas to get a full pardon. Here is DeSantis asking Meade about being kicked out of the army. Did you get discharged, uh, dishonorably discharged from the army? Yes, yes, have you tried to? Have you, are you appealing for any type of uh, relief through the, through the military justice system as well? Well, I don't, no, I haven't. I'm, no, my focus has been right here on Florida. DeSantis later said no to the pardon, but left it open for me to qualify under updated clemency rules. You know, I'm favorably disposed on the civil rights, but the, we were, uh, the DACA was full pardon, so we're going to take under advisement and we'll also consider the civil rights as well. The updated clemency rules allow former felons to seek restoration of most civil rights except access to guns upon satisfaction of all legal obligations, and that's what Meade received over the weekend. It's a step, because it's not your pardon. It's not a pardon, but it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a step. You know, the restoration of my civil rights definitely helped um, remove some hurdles for me, you know. Um, yep. I can apply to Florida bar now. <laughs> and what else can you do? Yep, yep. What else I can you get do? a house. Yep. Yep. I can run for office if I want to run for office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, um. Well, congratulations. This is good. Last month, Meade was awarded a MacArthur Foundation Genius Grant of $625,000 in recognition of his work. Meade has said the money will be used to pay off law school loans and to continue his work for people convicted of felonies. U.S. employers added just 194,000 jobs in September, a second straight tepid gain and evidence that the pandemic still has a grip on the economy, with many companies struggling to fill millions of open jobs. Friday's report from the Labor Department also showed that the unemployment rate fell sharply to 4.8% from 5.2% in August. However, Republican lawmakers on Friday were quick to criticize the less-than-stellar report. Here is Senator Rick Scott. Hi, Rick Scott here. 11 million job openings, and we only added 194,000 jobs in the month of September. And people said, boy, I'm surprised we didn't add more jobs. Now let's think about it. Are you surprised if people don't go to work when you pay them more not to work? Are you surprised if you give people free food, free healthcare, free housing, that able-bodied people don't go to work? Scott has long been opposed to federal unemployment payments to supplement those from the state, contending that such programs mean workers could make more money by not working than they would make if they had a job. You can follow more on that story at floridapolitics.com. Here's your calendar of events. House Minority Co-Leader Evan Jenny will hold an online media availability to cover issues kicking off committee week. That's at 10 this morning. The Senate Commerce and Tourism Committee will receive a presentation from Visit Florida President and CEO Dana Young. That's at noon. The Senate Reapportionment Committee will receive an introduction to redistricting law. That's at 3. The House Health Care Appropriations Subcommittee will receive an overview of budget requests from the Agency for Healthcare Administration, the Department of Children and Families, and the Department of Health. That's at 4. 
The House Public Integrity and Elections Committee will receive a presentation about a 2018 constitutional amendment that made changes related to lobbying and ethics. That's also at four. Beyond the Capitol, the Eastern Florida State College and Polk State College Board of Trustees are holding meetings today, and the Tampa Bay Regional Planning Council is also scheduled to meet. Here is some campaign news. Time to follow the money with a glimpse of how some of the campaigns are raising cash. For a more in-depth summary, visit FloridaPolitics.com. We'll start off Representative Will Robinson in September wrapped up his strongest fundraising month so far this cycle. The Bradenton Republican reported $63,975 in new contributions to his campaign in September, most of those rolling in the last two days of the month. The donations make up nearly half. The $130,425 raised for his re-election in House District 71. Representative Camille Brown received a lift to her Senate ambitions with critical endorsements from three sitting members of the upper chamber, Senators Lori Berman, Chevron Jones, and Victor Torres. Each is endorsing the Okoe Democrat in the Senate District 11 contest. However, Representative Geraldine Thompson, herself a senator from 2012 until 2016, recently jumped into the Democratic primary. The two are running to succeed Senator Randolph Bracey, who is running for an open seat for Congress in Florida's 10th Congressional District. And Attorney General Ashley Moody raised more than $700,000 in the first month of her official re-election campaign. Moody, who launched her bid for a second term on September 1st, raised $702,995 in September, increasing her head start as she looks towards 2022. During a rally in Iowa, former President Donald Trump held a typical Trump-style press conference with a meandering speech telling his supporters, We will take back America. We're going to take back America. Trump offered a long list of campaign-style promises and joked about a potential new slogan, but stopped short of announcing a re-election bid. Stranded Southwest Airlines passengers across the country are struggling with a mass of flight cancellations by the nation's largest domestic airline. Southwest canceled over a thousand flights on Sunday, but the news took a different turn through the lens of politics. Conservatives started feeding followers with claims that the reason behind the cancellations had to do with vaccination mandates and employee protests. Southwest Airlines blamed weather and tower issues. In fact, the official statement from Southwest said, we can say with confidence that our pilots are not participating in any official or unofficial job actions. On Friday, Governor Ron DeSantis made a stop in northwest Florida and recommitted to helping the Panhandle recover from Hurricane Michael, a Category 5 storm which struck the region three years ago. He announced an additional $3.1 million in matching grants to Bay County, Wakulla County, the city of Chattahoochee, and Talquin Electric Cooperative. As the counties and cities continue to rebuild, this money will provide $2.7 uh, $2 million to Bay County, 
for generators, emergency services improvements, and water lines. The governor and Division of Emergency Management Director Kevin Guthrie says they will continue to look for ways to help the region. You know, this mitigation money, again, as the governor mentioned, we went back to the federal government and said, look, we want you to, you know, get that pencil out and start looking again because we think we got more money out there. And we were able to get 43 more million dollars for uh, the 13 counties that were impacted by uh, Hurricane uh, Michael. Sunday marked the three-year anniversary of the storm's landfall. As tough as it was to see uh, the damage and the destruction and the people displaced, um, and we should never forget that, you know, you saw an awful lot of resiliency. You saw an awful lot of people banding together. You saw an awful lot of people um, digging down deep to help their, their neighbors and their friends. And, you know, and that's what strong communities do. And, and finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Trumel Gomes at the Capitol, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. <music>